Mr. Graham, I open this show the same way every year. It is the most wonderful time of the year. It absolutely is. It is what we live for, man. The Christmas FA Cup. Fuck that shit. FA Cup third round, baby. Yes. It is. It is March Madness on crack. Oh, yeah. And I love I, it. And as I always say, David faces Goliath, and David fucking wins. Mm-hmm. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smell the Lord. Look straight in shorts. Sam Bramby. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to Injury Time, a completely biased preview of the EPL's upcoming matches. Well, actually, of the third round of the FA Cup, it's told by two common American schmucks. I am me. He is he. I guess she controls everybody's muterus today because nobody pays extra for it because it's her motherfucking muterus and she's going to decide how our muteruses work too. Two out of three. Listen, Bobert. I fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, you fucked up the first one too, woman. 66% of, of the time, it works 0% of the time. <laughs> Jesus. Like, no, 33% of the time, <laughs> it works 100% of the time. Listen to her with all her optimism over there. No. <laughs> no. Because steal my bit. Mm. Do it fucking right. No, we're married. Cause it's it's the, our bit. It's the perfect <laughs> opportunity for you to go. No, we're married. It's our bit. <laughs> Mel, 100% of the time, this works 100% of the time. <laughs> cut, cut, cut. It is 33.3% of the time. It works 100% of the time. I didn't want to yell out. Daddy drives the fucking bus. I didn't want to yell out 66.6. You are correct. Think. Hold on. Nobody heard that that because he talked over it. Isolate that. Put that on my board. (laughs) I want. Can't. Sam, you are correct. I did it. So Graham would talk over it. There's no clean audio. Uh, There'll be clean enough audio. I don't care. He can talk over it. It's fine. I just need to muddle the audio. It'll be one. Muddle the audio. I really don't care. Like you're making a peppercorn Zijon. Oh, nope, not that. I was about to make you hit the button. Don't need to hit the button. No. Hey, Graham, fantasy. What happened in I'm fantasy? Like, I lost to Ray. Uh, hashtag Glazers out 33 to pasta court on glue 28. Uh, that is obviously quite unfortunate. Fucking yeah, eight you Spurs. This year. Yeah, not great. Fucking eight Spurs uh, took Mings's lady to the fucking moon there. 63 to 20. Mm. Over tripled up her highness. Uh, that smoky over her highness there. Uh, Diamond Dogs. JB's team, 54 to 27. So exactly doubling up up to Tofefe's Jim's uh, team. Arteta's hair helmet, Firehawk, uh, with the most pitiful display of the weekend. Just 13 points, losing out to New Year's, same me. <laughs> Christian's team mm-hmm. uh, on 35 points. Reds are us, <laughs> Mark's team, which is pretty good. 
uh, beat out Espresso Martinelli, Justin's team, uh, 42 to 38. Uh, Pigeon Power, Geckle's team, um, didn't have very much power. They only scored 29 uh, versus Brody's Cole Sala, which is not too bad. Because he figured you don't like coleslaw. He believes you said once. I hate coleslaw. Yeah, it so belongs in the fucking trash. That's why he called it Cole Sala. Uh, and they scored 52 points, uh, by the way. Uh, HR's team, better than 12. <laughs> Russ's team uh, only scored 35, uh, which I guess is better than 12, but mm-hmm. not quite as good as 51, which is what Pone cares more than I do score. That's your team, <laughs> sir. Yep. Uh, well done. And then injury list all starts. Uh, Keith's team lost out narrowly. Uh, <laughs> 31 to 33 to injury list all sharts. <laughs> Taylor's team, which is pretty fucking good. That leaves your standings looking like this. Brody rises to the top with Cole Sala on 42 points. Uh, but so are second and third place. Uh, that's Keith and Smokey in second and third, all on 42. It's only point differential, but Brody has a healthy lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like of about 92 points, 82 okay. points, 82 points. Math is fun. Yeah. Uh, Diamond Dogs uh, sit in fourth place on 39. Pone cares more than I do in fifth on 36. Hashtag Glazers out in sixth on 33. Uh, Reds are us up to seventh on 33. New Year, same me up to eighth on 30 points. Uh, better than 12. Down to ninth, also on 30. Injury list all sharts up to 10th on 30. Up to Tofefe's down to 11th on 30. I remained in 12th on 24 after winning it last season. This mm-hmm. is a terrible display for me. Uh, Pigeon Power in 13th on 21. Espresso Martinelli in 14th on 18. Mings's Lady in 15th on 15. Almost out of the drop. And Arteta's Hair Helmet. On 15 points as well, rounding out the bottom of the table. Very good. Mrs. Houston, what oh, we got going on in doo-doo? We've got some action in the doo-doo league. Laxatives were working and changes are happening. So, first off, Villanista, my team, uh, definitely dominated Nathan Jones for prison. I don't know what you call it when we hit it more than twice, but he only scored 14, and I had a nice 39 points this week. Now, uh, Tup City FC, remember him? Used to be our uh, leader. Mm -hmm. Oh, he lost again to D's Nuts. D's Nuts. Nuts. Highest score of the week came from future second ex-husband, Mini Cooper FC, who uh, doubled Big H's crew. Mini Coop got 53 points. Uh, poor Big H, 25. Now, sausages are upside down. He had a sizable victory over Baltimoreans FC. And here's where it starts to get interesting. Bane's on toast. Timmy O's team. 29 points, which means he lost to Mel's Cool. My bad. I got to say it correctly. He lost to Mel's Cool. My bad. <laughs> and then Goons, <laughs> Goon Squad, Kevin, well, he got 35 points. That so means Pasta Dijon beat him with 41 points. That's very important in a moment. And the big matchup of the week. 
SSJ Arsenal Jeet, who's trying to climb back to the top five, versus Middle River FC. Middle River got him by two points, 43 to 45. Mm. So the Juju League standings, number one, Middle River FC. Okay. Damn. Dropping down to second, Bane's on toast. Popping up to third, though. Softest hands in the business. Pass the Dijon. Oh, Larzapan. I'd love to see Larzapan in the uh, first division. Which means he kicked Craig Tupper out of the top three. Oh, no shit. Tupper's been sitting there a whole season, and he is on a downward slide. And really, does the rest of the league matter? All the actions in the top three, as everyone knows. This thing just happened. I meant I to say at top the gas two. Station, buy some Reese's peanut butter cup. Ended up buying some beer. Moral of the story, I like titties. We're going like, to pretend that was the recording, right? I've had like three fucking yeah. like little <laughs> silent gut burps going, burp, burp, oh burp. Um, by the way, Taylor says that he and Christian can keep watching because it's only 11 o'clock there. Oh, very good. Very good. Sorry. <laughs> so For it's not those, bedtime yet. Your <laughs> wives haven't forced you to go to sleep. For anybody that's new catching on injury time right now, this is uh, where we do our beer segment. So we drink beer during mm-hmm. the show along with the whiskey that we've mm-hmm. been drinking. Uh-huh. Uh, it's very important to note that I am trash and I drink Ice House, mm-hmm. and Mel and Graham actually have, you know, good taste in beer. So we let them talk about the craft beer that they were drinking, and then I try to talk about the mm. flavor profile because so I you're know nothing. Let us do that. You're just gonna keep going. <laughs> Stop with that! That's so oh my nasty. God, that's gross. It's so gross. I didn't mean to. Oh my God. Fuck you! Right. I'm old and fat. <laughs> I go love ahead. how he sounded so defeatist as well. Okay, I'm Mel, you fat. go first. What do you got? <laughs> you all gang up on me so much. I, I didn't. I didn't say a thing. That was me. That one. No, I am drinking raspberry sorbet, double Rattler. Now, for those of you that may have heard of a Rattler and go, well, what's a Rattler? Not to be confused with a Shandy. A Shandy is specifically beer mixed with either like a Sprite, lemon soda, or lemonade. A Rattler can be any juice. Mm-hmm. And so this I thought it was is... always tea. Must have been wrong about that. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, any juice. Any juice. Hmm. Which could be a tea also. Rattler... Kind of leaves the category open. And so when you have a double Rattler, then it's doubling down mm. on that flavor. And it's usually a two to one part combo. And this one, despite that mix, still comes in at 5.5. Yeah, because typically when you do a Rattler or, or a Shandy, I always, yeah, I always thought they're it was like two. 2%. They're always yeah, like yeah, they're much always lower than life. 2%. Yeah. And that's a double, Oof. so it's double the, double the I, ABV. So are we considering tea is, is leaf juice now? I, I guess. Coffee but, is bean juice. I, I've never had a tea Rattler. I've only had um, grapefruit and uh, like huh. raspberry and yeah. blueberry. So I've only ever had a tea Rattler. Okay. Interesting. It's any other juice other than lemon lime. But if we're going to call it, call coffee bean <clears throat> juice, then yeah. Yeah. I'm call tea leaf juice. Can I have some hot leaf juice, please? I gave you some. No, I know. Oh. Uh, never mind. Oh, sorry. It's oh, very good. It's quite good. It's um, very good. 
You get the vanilla from the sorbet. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a yeah. perfect it's description. It's got a little bit of yeah. creaminess to uh-huh. it as well. Does it come too tart? Is it less lacto sugar or is it no. vanilla? No, nothing. It's got to be one of the two to have sorbet. Because you have to have that creaminess from something. There is no ingredients listed. <laughs> it's It's got to be either lactose sugar or vanilla. It just says double Radler beer with natural flavors. Government warning, don't drink while cool. Proganonant. Whole Hog Brewery, Wisconsin. I'd like a Whole Hog. I'm starving. Mm. Yeah, nothing. I can go for a Whole Hog right now. I'd be pretty starving. Fun. God, um, fuck. I believe Taylor said beer is wheat juice. Okay. Yeah, it is. It is. I thought it's barley juice. Or rice. Yeah. Mm, that's sojum. <laughs> Soju. Ah, fuck it. Mr. Graham, what do you have first? <laughs> uh, the first one I had was uh, one of my Burley Oak dreams that I love so much. Are we sharing? Um, yes, okay. you all are sharing. Uh, this is the apple raspberry cobbler. <gasps> oh, I can't wait. It is fucking delicious. Do you get the buttery? I you get wait. everything. Uh, so sour good. ale with apple, raspberry, cinnamon, dark brown sugar, vanilla, and lactose. So it's very creamy on the back end. Oh, and it still gets the sour. Still gets the cinnamon, and you get the sour. It's it's all of the good things. Uh, four point eight percent by volume. Excuse it's, me. It's Tastes faint, the, but you the can get crumble the cobbler mm-hmm. yeah. on the top. Mm. It is fucking good. That beer. That is really tasty. Good. And it you're is. not a cinnamon guy. Wow. No, but when you put it to, so. I figured out that even it's if I don't context. like something, it's, as it's long as you blends. put it to, like together with other things I like, sometimes I can tolerate it. Right. So like if if I had that as a dessert, I wouldn't want it. Right. Because the cinnamon is too prominent. Mm-hmm. In this, it's toned down a bit and it's fine. I can tolerate it. Is it a cherry? Right. No raspberry. Apple raspberry. Apple hmm. raspberry. Okay. Yeah. It's a very tart raspberry. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's good. It's very good. I was super happy with this. I saved it. (laughs) Punch the fucking microphone, too. It's very good. I I had an excellent beer, that. Mm. It was very, very fucking well done. And that's Burley Oak in in Berlin, Maryland, man. We've Mm -hmm. had them multiple times on the show because they're so good. All right. So my next one is a Dust Hill Brewery Wild Sour Series Dragon Fruit Mango. It says, enjoy our sour ale, bursting with tart fruit flavors, aromas of dragon and mango. Delight in this brilliant fuchsia color and vibrant taste that delivers a bold experience with each sip. Cheers. I would not describe what I poured you as fuchsia. No. Don't put that on the can if it's not fuchsia, y'all. I'm just, that's my first. I did. I reading that as you could see it in my eyes. Well, no, you can't because. Hmm. But. <laughs> All right. Yeah, reading that, I'm going. Why would you put the color in there when the beer's not coming out? That bright lambic color, delight in the brilliant yeah. fuchsia color. You would immediately think of like the lambics that of uh, like raspberry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, the Germans put out with like Lindemans, those like really Belgians. Br- yeah. the Belgian, yeah, I'm think sorry. back to my bridesmaids' dresses. Um, I would think that uh, I don't remember a lot from that day. To be honest with you, <laughs> good, good sour um, dragon fruit is typically very sweet. So mm-hmm. I got mango, but I really didn't get any dragon fruit. No, like I would have liked that to be 
Really I, th- I think the acid kind of covered a lot of that up. Be honest. Really sweet, acid. really sour is what I would have hoped it would have yeah. been. Was really sweet, really sour. It's, yeah, I, I, you're absolutely right. I don't get that sweetness. It's all acid. I have a feeling, Mel. The other one that I got you from that company gonna, will gonna, be way better. I'm gonna go grab it from the window. Okay, very cool. So uh, it's Mr. in the refrigerator. Yeah, uh, Mr. Graham, uh, what is your next one? So my uh, second beer is from First State Brewing Company, so obviously from Delaware. Uh, this is uh, also in collaboration with Little Goat Coffee, um, but it is their Black Lotus Coffee Stout, 7% by volume, this one. Um, I think it is a perfect, perfect fucking coffee stout. I think it's actually better than the Black Flag Glencoe, which I love, um, and the Affogato from Monument. I think I, it's better than both of those. Even before I've tasted it, the flavor just smacked I me in the nose. Really like the affogato. Um, <laughs> I, I, how did the aroma taste then? I don't if know. If the flavor smacked you in the nose, how was the aroma? <laughs> we'll tell you in a moment. Uh, oddly enough, uh, it's uh, as you guys already know, but not other people may know, is for me, mm, despite chocolate, the that fact aroma. that I like really cheap beer. I really like a big, heavy coffee stout. Like yeah, an you're imperial a Russian stout. imperial yeah, guy. Yeah, Russian imperial guy. That is a beautiful. I couldn't stop smelling it at mm. first. I didn't even. I wasn't even taking a sip when you were just sitting there talking about it. Yeah. I just my nose was in that cup. I great I, smell. I like a BBC. You know, a big bold can of beer. Mm-hmm. But this one might be too much for me. I think you and Lindsay need to leave Ashley and Douglas alone. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think y'all need to get off it. Y'all are you're way too excited about we, this. We love them together so much. Uh, Mr. Graham, you're going to need to uh, uh, make sure one of those glasses are clean because Mel's going to pour you one more beer. You're getting a bonus beer. I like a bonus beer. You want a little ice house in that to uh, wash it out? I'm, I'm good. Thank you. you sure? Thank okay. you very much. Because the next sour you're getting is going to be Oof. an insane sour. I haven't even cracked the can yet for the camera. Look at that. It is. <laughs> Look at that. Pickle Rick. Come on. Uh, I love pickles. Destill Brewing Company Dill Pickle Sour Beer made with Sucker Punch Pickle Brine. Come on. Yeah. Let's That's do it. That's what I'm excited about. That's why I thought you might want to have just like a little rinse of a pills to kind of get it. No, I think the I think pickles going to overpower everything. Yep. All right. Fuck yeah, it does. I think it's going to be just fine the way it is. Thank oh, you. Oh, that is the pickliest of all pickle pickles. She must like it. She didn't pour me that much. I wish it was a little bit more sour, although the sour comes in the back end. But, man, that salty brine, that oh, is a sucker goodness. punch. It's delicious. I don't know that I've ever had a can do more. I mean, a beer do more than it says in the can than this one right here. Okay. Yeah. It's called Sucker Punch, and that's exactly what it does. It could be a little more sour if we're mm. talking about it being a sour beer, but yeah. that's also the flavor is oh, perfect. Wait, wait yeah. the sour sticks around. The the that uh, honestly, I want to I want to do that as a chaser to a whiskey shot as a pickleback. Go get yeah. it. Yeah. Go get it. Uh, really good. Go do it. I mean, we have whiskey right here. Yeah, we're gonna do it to that. Okay. It's just. I'm Graham. not. I'm not digging through the cabinet. <sighs> okay, fine. Grandpa, grab the westward. It's right there. You'll see it. 
the uh, T.O. bottle. Just grab a bottle. Grab that bottle. I mean, we're not going to have this beer in a moment because mm. I'm going to have it drunk before the segment's over. I mean, I might actually have to go. Uh, might actually have to go buy that goddamn. Uh, yeah. I mean, why pack. why put off a shot for tomorrow that you can do at twelve fourteen in the morning? Mm-hmm. That's my eleven fourteen Christian time. My wife fucking encouraging me. <laughs> Christian time. Miss <laughs> Graham, do you want a little hit? No. Okay. All right, sure Dave Grohl. Sure don't. I got to drive go. home. Pass here. All right, Dave Grohl. Okay. Gotta get the goofy grin. There it is. Uh, Yeah, it fucking works. Yeah, it's fucking good, man. Yeah, that is exceptional, man. I like that. I did it. You want some? (laughs) Motherfucker. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's called a shot. You put the whiskey into the glass and you fucking drink it all. You are such an asshole. Forgive me for being a fucking Ooh. professional. It's got a big chill down my back. <laughs> Ghost of Sam's past here. <laughs> when I was five and my parents yelled at each other yeah, a lot. Exactly. <laughs> it is the FA Cup third round, Mr. Graham. <laughs> Why would you do that to her? You Why would she know it's coming? <laughs> I do it. All the fucking time. I love you. Why wouldn't she know? Because you weren't fully inserted. I didn't know it was there. Right, you were in the bed do, sheet. Do your shot. You're fine. I'm like a good girl. I'm going to Mel? <laughs> yes. Good girl. <laughs> Don't make it dirty. Yeah, please. No. Don't, Don't make it dirty. Daddy's proud of you. Don't. Oh, oh, get out. Out. I fucking hate that. Foul. It's so gross. It was, that one was directed right at him. No, yuck. We're gonna we're gonna can we just kick him off the show and you and I I don't know enough. <laughs> When you and me and Hiram can't do this without him, Just, we kind of need him, don't we? I mean, I know more than he does. Yeah, yeah but he does all the driving and organizing. Yeah, I can't drive, organize, and know no. everything. That's too much. All right. Carry on. You're still <laughs> hired. It is the FA Cup third round. Mr. Graham, for those who do not know about the FA Cup, please explain what it is. It is the oldest knockout uh, football competition in the world. Uh, it started all domestic competitions. Um, it is... Basically, if you have the buy-in, which I believe is 10,000 pounds, you are allowed to play in the FA Cup. It starts in, uh, I believe, the middle of August, maybe late July, mm-hmm. with the first preliminary round. Um, and you work your way up into the first round proper, which happens about September, which is when the Football League teams come in. If I recall correctly, there are seven leagues below the four <laughs> leagues in that are considered, quote, professional. Yes. It's like the I National League, right, then yeah. there's the National League North, the National League South, which that's considered, quote, the conference. And you have to play your way into the conference. And then from there, 
everything is broken down into very small regional groups and even smaller regional groups where like legitimately it'll be like a city has six clubs that play in one league that if they win that league, they then play in the county league. And then right. from there play in the regional league, <laughs> like yeah. little by little by little. And they are, it is vast what the overall soccer system is or football system is in England. Yeah, absolutely. There's hundreds of clubs that enter this competition every year and you don't have to be fully professional as you say to enter it. Mm-hmm. Um, which, if you know, fortune is on your side and you progress through those preliminary rounds and through the first couple of rounds proper, you end up with the potential in the third round to play one of the big boys. Yep, absolutely nice. the case. So let's go ahead and start with uh, the Premier versus Premier League club matchups, which has uh, four and two of them involving our clubs, Mr. Graham. First off, we have Crystal Palace host Everton on Thursday. I say I probably fancy Palace. So do I. Mm. I think you're going to see Palace make a run at this cup. Um, they've not won a major trophy for a very long time, if at all. I can't exactly mm. remember. Uh, I think this is going to be one that they fancy this season, especially with the way Eze and Olise have been playing together. Mm. You also have Dean Henderson out the club along mm. with Johnstone. You have two good goalkeepers you can rotate um, yeah, and not really miss a beat. Uh, and they're both going to need football, you know. Only thing Everton has going for them, they love to beat fucking Palace. In their building, yeah. away from the, like, they, they love to beat Palace. But I also think that they're getting hot at the right time and their really good talent players are actually back. Uh, Friday has two matches. First, Brentford will host Wolves, and then Burnley head to Tottenham. I think Wolves easily win because Brentford is just a mess right now. Yeah, I I think so too. I think they're just waiting till the sixteenth of the month when they get Ivan Tony back. <laughs> um, you mean when they sell him? No, I don't think they will because yeah. of the position they find themselves in. With the injury to Embuemo in the December that they had, they mm-hmm. are not far off the relegation zone. No, they now. aren't. Not at all. Um, I think they can get dragged into a bit of a battle fairly quickly. Uh, and I think, you know, four to six weeks of Ivan Tony being your forward is going to make you completely safe. Uh, so I don't know that they will sell him at fair. all. Very I think fair. they may wait till, uh, wait till the summer. Very fair. And uh, and he's going to want to play well. He'll be chomping at the bit. Not only will he be fresh, but he'll be trying to make the Euro squad. Now, I know this is at Tottenham. Why do I fancy Burnley? No son, number one. They're going to um, fuck it right off. You feel like this but, is the kind of match yeah, Tottenham's going to fuck off. Yeah, they're going to have to rotate because of, of the festive period, of course. Yeah. Burnley probably won't, and they are relatively free-flowing going forward. They've been scoring goals the last few weeks despite the results still being shit. Um, there's every chance. The problem is is, is Burnley are such crap at the back. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes of Richarlison could undo them. Yeah, that's fair. Very fair. You know, is is what I would really worry about. So a couple of other notable matches, just clubs that are worth talking about. Um, Mel's Villa head to championship side Middlesbrough, who Middlesbrough's been on a bit of a run after having a really bad start. 
And this was a team that was fancied to win the uh, championship this season. So they started off shit. Uh, I think Michael Carrick is who's in charge there now. Mm -hmm. Um, They got off to a bit of a slow start uh, based on what they should have been doing, but they've, they've gotten everything together. What I would say is, is this is a very good chance for them to sustain a bit of a cup run Mm -hmm. because Villa being in second place at the moment, have their sights on the league. They got something else to focus on. They have on. something else to worry about. Getting back into Champions League, maintaining a top four spot is much more important as a football club than winning the FA Cup. Oh, absolutely. So I don't know that Villa will put out anywhere near a, a strength squad, let alone a full strength squad. Yeah, true. Uh, and Middlesbrough uh, could sense the blood in the water and um, and try to take the kids for what they are. Oh, yeah. Agree. Not sure what that means. It's not a saying, is it? <laughs> I was letting you go with it, man. That's, That's what a good host does as opposed to point out every time that yeah, somebody has no, like I an just, uncontrollable body I function. I don't want anybody to think I, I'm a pedophile. I actually kind of That's you a know, weird thing to it. say. <clears throat> You're killing me. It's like taking candy from a baby is what I was trying to say, but it sounded very creepy. Wrexham traveled to uh, Shrewsbury Town, which uh, should be an advancement in the cup for them. Shrewsbury is in a league above them, but Wrexham is playing well, so this is a chance for them to uh, advance. Man U, the final game of the uh, fixtures on Monday is Man U traveled to Wigan. You want to talk about a game, man? You could fuck off. Oh, it's going to be very interesting. This they one. could fuck off Wigan. It's going they to be could really fucking off against it's, Wigan. It's going to be very interesting. I, I for Wrexham, I'd worry because they're on the road. That that's what I. I yeah, they think have a hard worry. time on the road. They, they make mistakes on the road a lot. I think they also want to go up to League One right away. Hmm. Um, I don't know that they're going to be paying too much attention to the FA Cup this season since they're already doing well in League Two. Um, it's not like the non-league where they needed the sustained cup run to kind of give them that lift. Right. They're already, they're already doing very, very well in, in league two. So I don't know that, that I, I feel like this is at this point more of a distraction for Wrexham. Um, so I might fancy Shrewsbury town, to be honest. Uh, Wigan haven't been playing. The- Sam, Sam, Sam. None of that matters. None of that matters. Okay. Saturday morning. Early, we open with a tie wear. We do. You're absolutely Newcastle right. travel to Sunderland. Why do we need to waste our time talking about Manchester United and Wigan? Well, I think Wigan's going to win. Tyne fucking wear. Yeah. A tie wear, my friend. I think, I think Wigan's going to win. There and, but Manchester, uh, um, um But this is more exciting than that. You're absolutely right. There hasn't been a tie wear since 2016. Yeah. That was a 1 1 draw. Uh huh. And oh, short arms. <laughs> and Sunderland, besides that draw, have won the last six. Mm-hmm. Every time they play. Every I remember. Single time they play. Big Sam, Chris Houghton, there's an, an, uh, Alan Pardew, a number of relatively <laughs> decent managers. Got fucked off in this game, and it was usually within the first two or three that they were in charge. And we can uh, we can say this now. We're working out the details, but uh, Saturday at the Abbey in Mount Washington, yep, which uh, is the home bar for Newcastle and Baltimore, the uh, Baltimore Magpies or the Toon Army Baltimore, we are going to be hosting a live show. 
Yes. And that's this is a 7.30 kickoff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, 7.45. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so an early kickoff, but god damn. I'm excited. I'm just excited as hell for there to be time where. Yeah, so if you're around, come to the Abbey because we'll be there. And we'll you probably, heard it here first. And we'll probably be taking a piss. Um, you're going to see if your Sunderland jersey fits. I'm going to. Oh, my, it definitely fits. The, am, the only one I've had was like a 2XL, and I was 16 when I bought it. I am definitely wearing my uh, my Everton Pickford jersey, but I think how I'm going to open the show is by like oh, with your arms, arms real tight in. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's how I'm going to do it for him. I'm not going to wear a Sunderland shirt <laughs> into Just, a Newcastle bar. Yeah. But uh, I don't need that Jordy hatred. That's yeah, not going to. True, 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 true. So, I, I literally, I bought the jersey on a whim and like a TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. So I have no affinity for them. But at the time, I was just collecting football shirts. So I own one. Yeah. And Maybe I will it. wear it. I just want to make Alan mad. Just make Alan mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they know They know when we're doing it. We're just having a piss. But oh, uh, yeah. we'll, uh, uh, we will put details on our social media about everything. Um you know, obviously, that being a home bar for Newcastle, I want to make sure that they're open and friendly to uh, anybody coming and watching the match with them. Yeah. You know, uh, it, like, it's like how the Abbey and Fells is with the West Ham guys. The West Ham guys are like, fuck yeah, everybody. We don't care who, who the hell right, you are. Yeah, Show up. Come in. Yeah. You're the team playing us. We don't care. Show up. Right. So let's go ahead and get into the four non-league sides and who they are playing. I'm sorry, before we do that, you skipped uh-huh. over a very important game. Uh-huh. You didn't talk about Arsenal-Liverpool at all. So before we move into the non-league... Oh, I did forget to mention that one, yeah. Yeah. It just, it, you know, yeah. two of the top four against each other. Yeah, that are day, all... So four days after they met. That are going to play... Six days after they met, whatever it is. They're going to play nothing but their kids and do not give one single shit about this I think game. it's going to be the best game of the weekend, to be honest with you. I like that you can't say that with a serious face. <laughs> no, it's going to be pitiful. Yeah. It's at the Emirates, so we have every chance to win. Right. Well, also because and Klopp it's a comp- isn't going to start a single no. normal starter. It's also a competition that we like. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, We've you've won, won it more than anyone else. Right. <laughs> So, uh, I think we, I, I think we're going to win this game. Uh, I, I venture to say we're going to win it 2-0. There yeah, we we're go. Shut them out. All right. I know. Good enough. When you lose, you'll be doing a shot on Tuesday, on Monday. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. So, it's fine. All right. Let's go ahead and talk about the non-league sides and who they are playing. We start with uh, Maidenstone. I'm sorry. Not Maiden. Maidstone hosting Stevenage. Mr. Graham, tell us about... The Stones. I, well, they have the fortitude and uh, <laughs> girth mm-hmm. to make things happen. Uh, Maidstone United Football Club was established in 1992. Same year my brother was born. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played the Gallagher Stadium, which seats 4,200. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, which fits 4,200 people. Only 792 of them get to sit down. Yeah, exactly. uh, Which is interesting. The original Maidstone was established in 1897 and was in the professional system in what is now League Two, but they were forced out due to bankruptcy. The reorganized club had to start all the way down in the non-conference leagues. uh, Within 10 years, they made it back to the conference and have bounced between the National League and the National League South, where they currently reside 
and they are my favorite team <laughs> in the FA Cup because of a podcast I used to listen to. Their general rival is Gillingham, and I hate Gillingham because I followed the made-up football team in the podcast. Yep, very good. <laughs> I hate Gillingham for no actual real reason. The Gills, which fucking annoys me, because how could you be Gillingham, but then your nickname is the Gills? Mm-hmm. Fuck off. It should be the Jills. Uh-huh. But that sounds like you're a lady. That's and very so they didn't do it. It's very Lewis Black of you, the way you I, weren't doing I the fucking it's annoying. pointing. Stupid. Jilling them, but the Jills. I don't like it. All right. So next we are gonna talk about It's like we're we're the gunners, but call us the Juns. Yeah. No. Dumb. We're we going So Maidstone is my new favorite club in the FA Cup. Heard well done. the stone. Uh we're gonna talk about Top of the National League, Chesterfield FC, heading to Watford. Mr. Graham, tell us about the Spirits. Is that what they're called? Oh, I'm sorry, the Spirats. The Spirats, right? Spirats. Uh, Chesterfield FC, uh, established in 1919. They are the SMH, the Samuel Michael Houston Group Stadium. Uh-huh. That's not your middle name. No. Uh, 10,600, uh, that stadium fits in it. Uh, post-World War II, they have been in League One or lower in 2014 or 15. They lost in the playoffs for League Two. That was during a run of 10 seasons. Uh, like most clubs, their demise came in 2016 as they almost went into administration and fell out of the professional league altogether. Most recently, they lost to Notts County last year in the promotion final that also saw Wrexham go up. So, before you say that last sentence, that is, if you watch the last the last five minutes of Welcome to Wrexham this season, at the very end, because all they talk about is how Wrexham and Notts County were battling back and forth, the very end, they give a big shout-out to Notts for advancing on a penalty over Chesterfield. Nice. Yeah, that was... Chesterfield's moment on TV. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Mansfield Town are their primary rival. Uh, um, absolutely. Reasoning behind that is... Hold on one second. I want to make sure. Yes, that is the club. The reasoning behind that, Sam, they're both mining towns. Oh. Mansfield Town walked past the strike lines and Chesterfield did not. And that is the main reason why they are bitter rivals. Interesting. It's because of the working collar, the, the working blue collar class, part of them not going over the strike line and the whole other city going over the strike line, which of course fect- affected their livelihoods. Nice. I thought it was a man woman thing, honestly. Yeah. Nope. That's exactly what it was. Old Chester. I hear you. Old versus Chester. Mansfield. <laughs> Never mind. We are on to uh, Eastley FC, who traveled to League Two Newport County. Sam, fill us in on the Spitfires. Yeah, there's a lot of very similar nicknames. Uh (laughs) So Eastley Football Club, established in 1942. You know what? There's a world war going on. Do we want to go fight? Nah. Mm -hmm. Let's meet down the pub. Uh Found the football club. That, that has a follow-up and why their nickname is what it is. The Silver Lake Stadium uh, is where they play. 2,700 seated out of 5,192 as a capacity. Uh, Eastley have always been a non-league side, getting into the National League South in 2005. Then in 2014, they were promoted to the National League and have been there ever since. 
They are in the Southampton area, and their namesake comes from the Spitfire warplane that was developed in the area. Famous former footballers include Aston Villa's Tyrone Mings. Actually, wow, used to play for them. Uh, And their primary rival is the next club we're going to talk about, so a little bit of foreshadowing. Uh, Yeah, no, when when Mings was talking about that he was working at a call center (laughs) and playing for a non-league side, that would be the non-league side he was playing for. I bet you he'll be watching that while he's rehabbing. Mm -hmm. So I have a question. Uh All the Donald Trumps uh, and other draft dodgers that that formed this football club (laughs) during the middle of the World War Mm -hmm. (laughs) decided to nickname the team after... A warplane. A warplane. Built in just their town. Just fully, full circling mm. there. We're just, not going to go fight. Yeah. We're meeting in a pub and forming <laughs> okay, a football okay, club. Okay, so I, especially in the Southampton area. Southampton, Brighton, got bombed a lot. Yeah. I'm just surprised they <laughs> could play what with all that? those bone spurs. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, that, I bet you the original owner of Eastley FC had bone spurs. The final club we're going to talk about is Aldershot Town FC. Graham, tell us about the shot, 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 Careful, careful, careful. This is going out. You're supposed to yell everybody. I know, but we're very close to the 30 seconds there. All right. I don't want to get shut down by the YouTube. So Aldershot and the Spitfires. Aldershot. The shots. Yep. Shots Mm -hmm. are fired (laughs) a lot at that town. (laughs) Maybe Uh, everybody. In 1992, uh, they have a ground uh, that seats 2,000 but fits inside of it 7,000. The original Aldershot town, uh, Aldershot actually, was established in 1926 and was debt ridden the bulk of their history. Sounds like if I started a football club. And were bankrupt by 1990, uh, bankrupt. And in 1992, they went bankrupt in 1992. That happening plus the origin of the new league system and adding another club to League Two is why Maidstone stayed up. They did manage to get back into the professional football for five years, but finances got the best of them again, and they had to stop sending uh, spending, which saw them fall back in the National League 2013. And they have been there ever since. Eastley have been their primary rival in the National League since. Uh, although their original rivals were Reading, so a little just south of London, I would assume. Then, um, so they went bankrupt, but the they were allowed to stay a team. No, they got they got completely completely uh, disbanded, and right, then, and they had to go all the way down to the lowest leagues of football. And so this iteration of Aldershot Town was founded in 1992, and at that the point same in year, time, so like Portsmouth, right? This excuse me, the same year. Mel, sometimes it just slips out. And that one tasted like pickles, and I liked it. The, <laughs> uh, so the, just like Portsmouth, they went out of business and were reformed in the same yeah. season. Yes. Got it. Okay. So, But also, that season was the exact same season that f- football completely reorged, made Correct. the Premier League, and then did the Championship, yep. League One and League Two. Maidstone would have gone down if it wasn't for the fact that Aldershot went bankrupt, got hit with a point deduction, which put them below Maidstone, and they Sounds decided like Maidstone they were, should have been your rivals, and and they were adding another team 
and then ironically, Maidstone completely fell apart with their finances right after him. Right after him, completely fell apart, went down. Nice. <laughs> so just very interesting. Very, very interesting. Nice. So, I liked when I was doing the research on that, I just kind of had fun with that. It was just like, look at how everything falls into place. And especially the minute I went and started looking up on the teams, they were like, oh, established 1992. I was like, there is no way in hell that team was established in 1992. Right. <laughs> We've heard that, about them. That, loads. that yeah. team done did go bankrupt. That's exactly Absolutely. what happened. Uh, I always like to mention this time of year. <clears throat> no, you know what? Never mind. I'll save that for a few minutes. Okay. Go ahead. Do your well, that's, do what you got to do. I was going to say that's going to wrap it up. Uh, Mr. Graham, any parting words? Yeah, I do have some. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Uh, I always like to make mention, especially when we have so many new people listening, of course. Uh, and again, just one more uh, last shout out this evening. We really appreciate that. By the um, way, Taylor has got us on the big screen. Oh. With a glass of something brown. Nice. Careful. That a boy. I always like to make mention of a, a, a one particular FA Cup fact. <laughs> Um, that not a lot of people know, and it, I find it quite interesting, and especially since we just found out that there was a football club that was founded in the middle of World War II, uh, right? Some might say the height of World War II. Yeah, ex uh, exactly. In, in, in 1942 there, um, that the longest uh, run of holding the FA Cup, the longest time where the FA Cup was with one club, was one that is near and dear to our hearts, and that was Portsmouth. Mm -hmm. uh, and the reason is, is they won it in 1939. And then a world war happened. Then the world war broke out and the FA Cup was suspended and not played until the war was over. So Pompey held the, the FA Cup for uh, six years, I think it was, uh, which is the longest consecutive time that anyone has ever held the FA Cup in its illustrious, very long uh, history. Um because the, the FA Cup just wasn't played. And yeah. I find that to be very interesting. It's a um, technicality, but Pompey will fucking take it. Absolutely. Longest and holders of the cup. Fuck off. I think it's pretty cool uh, like, as me, well. We were being bombed. Don't care. Held the cup. Held the cup. Yeah. You know what and, happened uh, while we were being bombed? Still held the cup. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, I, I just, it, it brought it back up for me again because Eastleigh were founded in the middle of World War II. I'll say it it's again. too funny. By... It's ridiculous. What are you guys doing? Huh? Get, pick up a fucking gun, mate. That's how they roll, apparently. <laughs> Absolutely absurd. That's how they survived. All right. No, it's not. All right. So, because we are streaming, I cannot do my normal bit. Uh-huh. And so I had to go into the public domain. Oh, okay. Public domain. Now, there's a lot of stuff I could have done. Uh -huh. I did not have to go to the Library of Congress public domain list. Mm -hmm. I did not have to dig to May, May 5th, 1924 for this brand new and public domain tune mm -hmm. called Hinky Dinky Parlez Vous. <laughs> I like how you still have the crackle of the record. Yeah. I like that. I, I would like to mention. It's a 10 inch record. I mean, when you're doing a show that's being streamed live, you gotta work with what you got. Yeah. I, I did very much like the fact that um, 
Facebook reached out to us to uh, give us a hard time about our theme song, the song that we own. That yeah. that that um you know that apparently Columbia Records wanted to inquire about, and so I immediately called Adam and just said. Hey, look, apparently Columbia Records wants to sign you. He goes, oh, really? Yeah, because they're disputing the fucking music. <laughs> uh, they say it would have been more appropriate if it was Hinky Tinky Ten Team Parlay <laughs> You know, at least they wrote this between the World Wars. As opposed to forming As a opposed team. to during. During? Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is, this is, they would have been drunk, officially. Because it's prohibition. I mean, they were definitely drunk. Oh, they definitely thought this drunk. was Unofficially. good. Yeah. The beer along the Rhine. Fucking hell. It's because they're talking about France. Well, they went prohibition. Fuck this. I'm out. Hey. Whatever happened to Hinky Dinky Parlez-vous? What's Parlez-vous Francais? Do you remember everything that you went through? You all are really proud of yourselves, aren't you? I had nothing to do with this. I'm just cultured, Sam. <sighs> Alrighty, kids. Have a great night. Au revoir. You say this song makes as much sense as Graham's haircut. I didn't say that. Sounded like you said that. They said that. Don't be mad at both of you. Don't be mad at my hair. I didn't say it. So now I also feel I'm like they come in tandem. The chats. I feel like they come in tandem now too. We have to start referring to them as it's just they. Taylor and Christian. Yeah. Christian. Christine. Christiana. Whatever his name is today. Do we go with they stain? I love that. Hashtag Starbucks. Tay Christiana Lore. <laughs> Sweet.